Hello and welcome to Your Life Choices podcast. It's me, John Deeks, joined by Janelle Ward, the editor of Your Life Choices. Hello, Janelle. Hello, John. It's nice to have you in the studio again. Well, working from home has its benefits, but then I miss you, John, so that's why I'm here. Well, all year, of course, we've been keeping our wonderful members, some 270,000-odd members, not all of them odd, some of them are very... No, but uh, 270,000-plus members up to date with what's happening on Your Life Choices, uh, giving them information, articles and retirement resources that uh, they need to make their lives just that little bit better. That's our aim, isn't it? It is. And as we come into Christmas, you thrust into my hand some very interesting articles from a good friend of ours, Fiona Mayer, from uh, from Choice. And what is it relating to? Christmas cooking tips, and everyone needs them. Fiona sounds like the ultimate expert on how to solve problems on Christmas Day well before they occur. Like, essential reading for anyone who's actually having Christmas at home. Well, Janelle, you're absolutely correct because um, there's no greater authority than Fiona Maher. She's been Choices Home Economist and Test Kitchen Coordinator for 24 years and she also always cooked a decadent Christmas lunch for the whole team at Choice who we love and adore and she happens to be on the line right now. Hello, Fiona. Hello, John. Nice to hear from you. You too. And uh, what a build-up, eh? I'm just looking at a photograph of you and you've you, you've got your puppet glove. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's an essential essential tool in the kitchen, especially at Christmas time. You need your oven mitts. <laughs> you certainly do. And, and we look, we've been having a look through some of your the handout, the inform, information you've got, and already Janelle's been going... Did you know that you're supposed to have your burners on either side of the barbecue and not the one in the middle and you're supposed to pull your meat out and have you done a... An hour before? Like, I thought that was fascinating. Yeah, so let, let's run through, through some of your, your basic and most important tips for Christmas cooking. Okay, well, it's all about being prepared and organised in the kitchen. And, like, the best thing that I advice I can give you is to actually prepare your kitchen. So you want to make sure your fridge is cleaned, it's you know, emptied out with things that have been sitting in the back of the fridge for ages. But you may even need to move the shelves around because you're going to have bigger items in there too. So think about that. Grab all your old, like your appliances that have been sitting at the back of the cupboard, especially your food processor, because that's the most important appliance you are going to need. It's like a helping hand in your kitchen, especially when you're catering to large amounts of people because you're going to be doing lots of chopping and shredding and mixing and things like that. So it is such a great little tool to have. Um, make sure your oven's cleaned in, and your knife is sharpened. Oh, and if you're using your barbecue and you've got a hooded barbecue out there, that is one thing that you're going to use, especially at summertime in Australia, because you're going to be able to do your roast in there. And doing your turkeys and your roast pork outside is going to make it so much more pleasant in your kitchen while you're preparing other things. So, yeah, there's, there's a few things that you need to prepare. You mentioned sharp knives. Sharp knives scare the bejesus out of oh, me. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm a big fan of the sharp oh, knife. Are you? I'm on the constant search for the greatest, world's greatest sh- oh. knife sharpener. I, I have a oh. bad I've, – I've nicked quite a few fingers with but sharp knives. Th- but You're better off nicking yourself with a sharp knife than oh. a blunt one. Oh, okay. Am I right about that, Fiona? Yeah, that is definitely true. Look, <laughs> um, <laughs> you need to make sure your knife is right because it's just going to save you so much time in you know when you if you if you are cutting up things especially like you're slicing your roast turkey yeah and if you keep your knives sharp all the time you won't be scared about you know using a sharp knife it's okay a blunt so knife 
I need to focus, don't I? If I've got a sharp <laughs> yeah. knife, I need to concentrate on the task at hand. The, the thing I, I find very difficult and uh, we're talking about, because I, I, I said to Janelle, have you done anything about your Christmas shopping for uh, for food? And she said, no, not yet. Uh, that is one of the important ones, isn't it? Get in early. Go hard, go early. Get in early. Look, you can order food now. You can order your meats like at the starting of December. You can order your seafood. So do that. Like That's a, a really good tick off your list to get that done and you can even order like all your fruits and vegetables to come when you need them so think about doing stuff online it it just makes life a little bit easier well yeah and we've become experts at doing stuff online shopping online over the past two years certainly have (laughs) definitely yeah what about the barbecue um i mean apart from getting rid of the spiders uh once we've cranked it up and given a good clean there is a bit of a trick that we didn't know about about how to cook in the barbecue yeah it's called indirect cooking you can do a lot of things that you do in your oven in your barbecue if it's hooded and it has the three to four burners so what you do is like if you're doing a roast turkey you preheat your barbecue as normal but then you will only turn on like have the outside burners on and then you'll place your turkey or your pork in the center of the barbecue so the heat is coming up around it. Make sure that you also elevate your roast, like put it on a rack and add water to it for the dish because that'll help steam the food as well and, and help it from not drying out. And also cover your roast initially, like at the start, for at least a good hour with foil. So that's going to help fast track the cooking time. This will help keep the juices in and then when about maybe an hour and a half to two hours before the end of cooking time, take your foil off and then you'll get the browning. So just to confirm, so so the, the roast you should have in a tray on a, yep. ra- on a rack and you're saying put some water in the base of the tray and that can help helps keep it moist, yeah? Yes, yes. Okay, and then cover it initially. Mm. And, of, and, of course, rest it as well. Mm. Yeah, you've got to make sure you have that rest. And, you know, it's a good half hour for a large roast. Okay. Pork or and, yeah. and it's okay to put the turkey or the chicken out an hour before you want to cook it? Definitely, that's so important. Okay. Because if it's too cold, it's going to extend your cooking time even longer. So take it out of the fridge. Um, and you'll, this is a, a really good tip. Make sure that you have it stuffed and and have your butter or whatever you want to baste it in all over the, the turkey or the pork ready to go the day before. So then you just take the whole thing out and, and leave it on your bench for an hour before cooking. Fiona and Janelle, I don't know about you, but I've known a few tough old birds in my time, but uh, I find that turkey is probably one of my least favourite because it always ends up being dry. Oh, this is where you've got to use oil. Shield your legs, shield the wings, and shield a little bit of the breast. Like you can even put like um, pancetta or bacon over the breast area to keep it moist. Um, during cooking, what, what about so what about lifting the skin and pushing the the butter around it? Because I'm I'm getting into to doing that with my chook, you know, putting lifting the skin. Great idea. Yeah, does great that idea. help? That's, yes, it does. Are you yeah. impressed? Are you impressed Definitely. by that, Janelle? Great work, John. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Um, okay, now, what about um, apart from the turkey? Because in Australia, of course, I mean, back in the day when we were we were kids, Mum thought we were in England or uh, somewhere in uh, the Northern Hemisphere and would bring all this hot food out. But, of course, uh, it's changed dramatically over the years, hasn't it? It has, yeah. We've gone to, you know, more seafood and, you know, having your barbecue in use. 
Um, but, you know, a lot of people still like that traditional food, you know, with the roast potatoes and the gravy and, the, you know, the roast. And I like that too. But I suppose just look and see what the weather's going to be like. Because the weather, I think, this year is going to be around, I don't know, 24 degrees. So it's, it's, it's quite pleasant, you know, to have the old traditional roast. So Brussels sprouts and parsnips for you, Fiona? I don't mind them. Like when I do the Christmas lunch at, at work for, you know, 100 people, Whoa. you know, we have everything, like all the traditional um, sides, like, you know, the red cabbage and the roast potatoes and the potato bake. And we might do Brussels sprouts and we might do, you know, like green beans and chili, all that sort of stuff. It's just such a, a, a warming. Can we and come to your place? Yeah. <laughs> Very lucky crew at Choice, aren't yeah. there? Yeah, nothing like here at Your Life Choices, oh. I can tell you. Dry picky. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got a picky. <laughs> um, Fiona, what's what's going to be on your table on Christmas Day? Well, my daughter is actually cooking this year and she is a, she's a vegetarian, so... Unfortunately, but she does eat fish and seafood, so I think it's going to be fish and seafood, but lots of lots of salads and sides to go with them. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to having Christmas lunch cooked for me. <laughs> so you're having a day off, Fiona? I am. Oh, I am. that must be a treat. It is a treat. If, if politicians are at one end of the scale, along with used car salesmen, um, choice has to be at the other end because the, the word choice is so trusted, <laughs> the, the brand oh. is so valued in Australia. Um, we, we love you so much and there isn't oh, any... Well, it, it's absolutely it's the truth because you feel like you're going to get uh, honesty and, uh, and, and the absolute truth from, from that organisation, don't you, Janelle? I, I love Choice. Yeah. I, I love their, their tips. And, like, obviously Fiona does some testing as yeah. well. What, what have oh, you definitely. tested? Have you tested? Yeah, what, tell us something that was really crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would have seen the shonkies. Um, yeah, I've seen that, the shonkies. Yeah, but unfortunately that um, didn't do too well. But, um, no, look, I did a lot of comparing and testing of, you know, ovens and cooktops, induction cooktops and gas, and I do barbecues and lots of small appliances like stick blenders and food processors and juices and things like that. So, you know, we try and look after our members and keep every appliance covered um, when we're testing. So, you know, people have a choice, you know, and, and making the right decision and whether they need it or not is another thing too. Okay. What's, what's your favourite thing in the kitchen, Janelle? Oh, your daughter? Probably my co- probably my coffee machine. Oh, no, What's no, I mean, the most, what, your, you, your knives or whatever. Oh, what, what are the? I mean, your blunt knives. The blender, yeah, the, the blender. Blunt knives. Okay. Uh, the you know that stick thing that you put in. What do you call that? The stick thing you put the in the, to, to blend stuff when when it's in the yes, sauce. Fabulous journalist, but my god, <laughs> the Not stick thing the you kitchen. put in. The, <laughs> I, I, you know yeah. what? I, lo- I love my blade. You know the the uh, ooh, oh, the serrated blade. Yeah. That, oh, okay. I lo- oh, I'm all right. <laughs> sorry, Fiona. Um, oh. what, what what is your favourite implement in the uh, in the kitchen? I have a few, but I, I have to say the food processor because I I use that quite a lot, but. I do like, you know, a little microplane. Is that what you were talking yes, about? Yes, I'm sorry. Oh, la da All yeah, right. Yeah. You know, that thingy do da Yeah, yeah. The microplane. Yeah, that's, that's great um, potatoes. Oh, it's Put terrific, that isn't it? Really, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. do your potato mm. dish. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of little handy handy um, gadgets and appliances that you can buy, but you've got to make sure that you're going to use it, I think, is really important. Can, can you possibly tell us one thing that you've – uh, tested this year that you thought was an absolutely fabulous item and you immediately said, this is going into my kitchen? 
Oh, my goodness. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> that's, maybe that's fine. Maybe an oven. Like, there's, there's some really nice ovens coming out, I have to say, with, you know, like, easy cleaning and these amazing uh, controls that, give you an idea of, you know, auto-cooking programs. So you can put the weight in and you can um, – it, it'll work out the time and the mode for you. So I, I was really impressed by those. Do I need a degree to work these ovens? Only though? if you've got an agar. Oh, <laughs> which oh, is fuel pack. fashioned. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the thing. I mean, there's some fabulous. Um, oh. There's, some, I'm sure there's some fabulous ovens, but like, sometimes you know when the power goes off and you have to reset. Where's the agar? <laughs> <laughs> Fiona, yeah, where can where can we find more of your Christmas tips? Well, you can go to choice.com.au and there's if you look up um, Christmas uh, tips, you'll you'll get a list of things that you can you can click on and. They'll give you some nice advice. But, um, yeah, just go to choice.com.au. Because Fiona, Fiona goes through in, in quite a um, considered fashion mm-hmm. saying what we should do like two weeks out, one week out, the day before, and, you know, it's it's Practical not. advice. Well, it is. You're but like it's... everyone's mum. <laughs> and I mean that with love, Fiona. <laughs> Uh, no, that sounds nice. Yeah, no, I don't mind helping people out for things like that. It's, it's you know, it just gives people you know that opportunity to to try that little bit harder and and get it right. I think it's important. Yeah, well, like, and particularly when you're not used to perhaps catering for. I don't know, yeah. eight, ten, a dozen people. Let alone a hundred in the office. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> Fiona, thank you so much indeed, and more power to you and all the team at Choice for Twenty Two. Oh, thank you so much, John and Janelle. It was lovely talking with you. Thank you, Fiona. Janelle, just want to say thank you so much to you and Leon and all the team here at Your Life Choices for all the help you've given both Ian Mack, uh, our producer and engineer and everything else uh, throughout this whole year. Thanks, John. And we've been very pleased and proud to bring you so much what we believe to be helpful information uh, throughout the year as well. There's been a, a, a... A series of brilliant podcasts, always informative and always very well hosted, John. Thank you very much indeed, Janelle. And we do encourage you to please get as many folks involved in the Your Life Choices website as you can. It's totally free and there's so much information and Janelle works her little heart out every week to produce uh, information that might be of interest to you. So on behalf of all of us here at Your Life Choices, on behalf of Ian Mack, who does all the hard work, me who just sits here rambling on, Janelle, Leon and the rest of the team, have a great Christmas and a wonderful and happy and safe 2022.